guys, I'm Paisley. And I'm Laura. We're just two caffeinated introverts who love talking about Gilmore Girls. We'll be doing an episode-by-episode rewatch podcast every other week. Welcome to Let Them Drink Cosmos. Hi, guys! Welcome to episode four. Yeah, season one, episode four. The Deer Hunters. Yep. I think this is... A favorite of many people. Yeah. I know it's one of... I would say this is one of my top five yes. episodes. Yeah. So, Laura, how was your week? <laughs> it has been a crazy busy week. Even coffee in a vat is not enough for me right now. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I am running on E. Yep. This week, I have been getting up at six in the morning every morning because that's the only time I can walk my dog. <laughs> Welcome um, to adulting. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think you guys know this, but my dog, her name is Suki, uh, named after Suki from the show. So <laughs> that's a little fun. A little fun fact, fact about, about Paisley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, she is adorable too, guys. She is cute. Actually, I think we have some pictures of her from one of our first photo shoots. So we will have to post pictures of Suki soon. Yes, definitely. But hers is spelled differently, right? Yeah, like, it's S-U-K-I. Which always makes me think Sukiyaki, <laughs> which there's a song called Sukiyaki, and then there's a dish called Sukiyaki. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, chef slash food. <laughs> I don't know. My brain goes weird ways, guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so one of my fun things I did this week, well, it wasn't really fun. I was out running errands. But I I had to go buy, like, necessities from Target. Uh And I normally just go straight to what I need because I used to have that bad habit of buying hundreds of things I don't need at Target. Yeah. So, anyway, I've been working on that the past few years. But I saw this adorable teal-colored thing that caught my eye in that, what is it, the dollar spot when you first walk in? Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, what's in that cute color? And it was this cute little mailbox. It's like adorable and tiny. And it has the actual working little flag thing that you post, that you like put up. Anyway, I saw it and I was like, light bulb. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So we've recently been asking you guys, our listeners, if you have any comments or questions that you want. Or specific things you want us to mention. Anything you want answered or want us to bring up in the podcast. So what I decided to do when I saw the little cute mailbox was actually write down your responses like little pieces of mail and put them in our mailboxes and then open and discuss the mail or bring the mail up at different times throughout the episodes. Yes, that was a good idea. So they're super cute. I wound up getting two mailboxes. One is the teal one, one is white because they only had one teal one left. (laughs) Um, But we're each going to have a mailbox. So on the days that we have multiple comments, we will each have our mailbox and our mailboxes will have our names on the front and then the name of the podcast on the side. Yeah, so let us know if you have any questions or comments or anything specific you guys want us to talk about in the podcast. Let us know and we'll add it in. Speaking of which, we actually do have our first piece of mail. Oh yes, we do. So, do you want to read it, Laura? (laughs) So excited. So excited to use this mailbox, guys. Okay, so our first piece of mail comes from Instagram Mm -hmm. from our follower Bex.memories and she had a thought to share 
during her rewatch, her most recent rewatch, she said that she felt Emily's suggestion for Friday night dinners, that she did so with the motive of just wanting to get to know Lorelai and Rory again. Yeah. So I really liked that because a lot of times maybe we give bad motive to Emily when she forces the Friday night dinners. Yeah, but But really, if you think about it, she's doing it so she can be closer to her daughter and granddaughter. Yeah, she hasn't, they haven't been a regular part of her life for so long Mm -hmm. that it does make sense that she's just wanting to get to know them again. Yeah, that was a very good thought. So thanks, Backstop Memories, for your thought. Yes, thank you. So, we have a special announcement. We, today on this podcast, (laughs) are going to have our first guests on today. Yes, it's so exciting. We have our first guests. We're super excited. They're going to be joining us for talking about the episode, and we're going to be asking them some questions. My sister, Winter, and Amber are really good friends. Our good friend, Amber. So, you've heard us mention both of them on our podcast before. Yeah, we've mentioned them a few times. So. It's exciting. So they are our first guests, and they are our first local guests. So we're super excited. And we also, we are looking forward to having future guests as well. Yes, definitely. Actually, we should probably take a break so we can get everything prepped for their arrival. Yes, sounds good. Okay, we'll be back with our guests in a few, guys. Okay, guys, so our guests have finally arrived. Yay! Hi! Who wants to go first? Okay, I'm going first. Thank you so much for having us. Uh, My name's Winter. I'm super excited to be here with you guys. And I'm Amber. (laughs) That's with a question mark, that's a statement. Uh, Thanks for letting me come on to the show, guys. It's super awesome. I'm super stoked about it. I mean, we've been nervous about this for like three weeks now. Yes, but very much so. You know, uh, we well, are very excited. <laughs> we are very glad that you're here. Yes, very glad. So, do we want to start with some questions for them? Yeah, I think that's good. Okay. Let's start with questions. Okay. All right. So, what do you guys love about the show? Um, well, for me... It's a lot about their personalities. I just love it. I feel like I my personality matches both a little bit of Lorelai's and a little bit of Rory's, and so I really like seeing that. Um, I also love the quick wit of the show and just all the references and everything, um, and just you know the back and forth um, coming a lot from Lorelai, but Rory as well. And then of course the coffee addiction because you know that matches me because coffee, coffee, coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Amber, how about you? Oh, for me, a lot of it is the pop culture references. Like, that's been the main thing for me because that's what made it stand out from other shows. I mean, the best example for me is, like, in this episode, like, a couple of musical references to Marie Chevalier, and then just a little bit later, I mean, both by Drella, but uh, again, a little bit later, a reference to Artie Shaw. And I feel like not a lot of people know who Marie Chevalier or Artie Shaw are. And the fact that it was put into a show as a reference, that to me is like the biggest thing that stood out and kind of was just like, wow, I love this show so much. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I love It's like such quick moments where they can get you with one of your interests like that. Like not just once, multiple moments. <laughs> yeah. So the other question is... When were you first introduced to the show? Uh, For me, actually, it was back in 
2012, 2013, around there. Okay. Um, my dad actually watched the show when it aired, and he loved it. And so um, once it came out on Netflix, he introduced me and Paisley to it, and we just fell in love with it, obviously. <laughs> Yay! I'm so glad to have you as fellow Gilmore fans. <laughs> what about you, Amber? Oh, uh, well, for me, it goes a little bit a while back because I remember, and it's kind of just a vague memory for me, seeing at someone's house a DVD that said Gilmore Girls, and I thought, hmm, what kind of show is that? I don't know. And it's got two girls on the front, and like, I know Gilmore Girls, but like, that doesn't really explain a lot about the show. But then it wasn't until it came out on Netflix later, again, Netflix, that I thought, yeah. Maybe. I mean, I'm between shows right now. I might as well try something. So I watched it, and instantly it was head over heels in love for the show. <laughs> yeah, I think Netflix has done a great job at feeding our addiction. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. What about it first caught your guys' attention? Um, I loved the relationship between Marie and Lorelai. I just love that so much, and so that kind of hooked me, um, as well as, like I mentioned before, the kind of fast-paced banter. I loved that, and a lot of the puns and a lot of the sarcasm. Um, and then I, I love the music throughout the show, the yes. the songs they play as like the opening and then the ending and just everything. I absolutely love it. Amber? <laughs> Uh, well, like I said before, the main thing for me was all the references that were sprinkled in there. You can't see that, but I did the little... <laughs> little hand gesture there, guys. Salt sprinkle. A dash of sparkle. Oh, I like that. <laughs> uh, but definitely, mainly the references. But like Winter said, also the music throughout the whole show, amazing. I love it. It's different from like the kind of background music that they use for current shows. I mean, I do like a good orchestral piece, but I like that they used music from that time that, you know, it kind of just takes you back then and you love it. It does. Yeah. It's so true. I've actually been listening to a Spotify playlist that has every song from the show. It's called Our Little Corner of the World, yes. and I've been listening to it on repeat the last two weeks, Same. and I forget <laughs> how many amazing songs I learned about from the show. Oh, yeah. We were listening to it on the way here. <laughs> we were, yeah. That's yeah. Funny. We were listening to it. Amber and I were listening to it on Wednesday morning. <laughs> <laughs> so, yay. Okay, should we get into the episode? I think we should. Definitely. Okay. And one thing to keep in mind, think about your favorite quotes and just bring them up as as we progress through the episode. Okay. Yay! <laughs> so, first opening shot is Lorelai and Rory going into what looks like Dozies to me, but it's some sort of office oh, supply yeah. store. They're walking through town going into the office supply store. Yeah. And Lorelai is totally making fun of Rory on how she needs three highlighters and no purple paper. <laughs> you know, I do understand the highlighter thing. Um, even my notes are written in like seven different colors. I very I much... I get that. Yeah. I very much like to organize things. Um, when I'm studying even like books on my iPad and stuff, I use at the very least four different highlighter I colors. I use four colors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, a piece of fashion on this scene. What does everyone think of Lorelai's red leather jacket? This is the first time we see it. She kind of wears it a few times throughout. Do you remember it? Yes. It's the same brand, the Earl's jeans, mm -hmm. as the jacket I got you, Paisley. Yes, I love but, that jacket. And it's the same cut, but it's red leather. People seem to be torn on this piece of fashion. I personally don't wear 
leather stuff, but I think she pulled it off good. Yeah, I think she can pretty much pull off anything. (laughs) (laughs) I liked it a lot. I personally cannot pull off leather at all. But I do like, you know, when it's done right, I really like it. And so I really liked Lorelai's jacket, actually. Yeah. I'm generally not a big fan of the more colored leathers. I prefer it in black or brown. Mm -hmm. But something about the cut, I feel like, made it kind of a classic piece. Yeah. So then, after the theme song... We see Rory getting off the bus, which I counted six bags. So much stuff. So How many trips did she make on and off the bus? Yeah. Actually, that gave me flashbacks. I never had to make that many trips, but I remember having to make trips for all my bags. Okay, but (laughs) what I'm wondering is six bags. Okay, so she carries the yellow one with her to her classes, but where does she put the other five? Her locker is not that big. She probably has a gym locker, I'm guessing. I know at my school, like, I had my dance locker, and then I had my gym locker, and then I had my hallway locker. Oh, okay. That makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Like, after a weekend, like, I would bring back my freshly washed gym clothes, my freshly washed dance clothes, Uh and they'd go in the separate lockers, and that's why sometimes I'd have tons of stuff to carry. (laughs) You see, we didn't go to public school, so we didn't really have lockers, so I'm honestly, I don't even know how big they are. And then we get to Rory in the classroom. And yes, Max first class. time we see Max is the yes. first episode. Max because Medina. yeah. <laughs> Before we had Mr. Remy for English. Yeah. And now it's Max Medina. You know, it's really funny, just a little thing about Max is the actor was actually in another um, it was a show, I think, called The Tenth Kingdom, Amber? The Tenth yeah. Kingdom. A while back. And I think I watched that before Gilmore Girls. So really? I didn't really pay attention to oh, yeah. the actor, but then I remember seeing Gilmore Girls and then re-watching The Tenth Kingdom and being like, that's Max Matita. And I remember not being able to take him seriously because he's very <laughs> dramatic and just very different. <laughs> if you want to say there's a little bit of irony in the fact that Max Medina is playing his character so dramatically, it's very Shakespearean. Very. Like everything he go. says, he rolls with an R. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then we, after the class, Paris and Matt, or no, Louise, are totally, no, Madeline. Paris. Or Paris and, okay. Paris and Madeline are totally, hey, you guys are making fun of me. No, not. I think it is Louise. We're anxiously though. awaiting the rest of your sentence. So then after the class ends, Paris and Louise are telling themselves right next to Rory so they can make sure she hears that they got A's and she they know for some reason that she got a D and they're totally like being rude. <laughs> mean girls. <laughs> Honestly though, I feel like I'm the Madeline in that kind of situation. <laughs> the whole time she's saying I don't know I don't know what you're talking about. about. <laughs> yeah, that's me. I don't understand. <laughs> and I find I found it very well ti- well, not very well timed on her part when they were talking about basically calling Rory stupid and talking about oh that's how you end up working at McDonald's and the Madeline's yes. like obviously you guys know what you're talking about but I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> yeah sometimes I sketch out the spaces that we are seeing on the episode this particular classroom this is one of the rooms we actually went into when we were on our tour of the Greystone Mansion. Yeah, I caught yeah. that actually this time when I was re-watching it um, I, I remembered being there in that room And I remembered the way to get to that room, but 
Unfortunately, I did not take a single picture in that room. Mm-hmm. Why did I not what? take a picture? I didn't so. either. I was looking back through my pictures. I didn't take a lot that day because I, I remember trying to, but they're constantly being people because we had a pretty big sized group in our tour and I just remember they're constantly being people in the way and I really didn't want pictures of random people. So Yeah. The cool thing is we're getting ready to go back and we're going so with a full group of Gilmore, Gilmore fans. fans. It's yeah. going to be awesome. I am so excited for this. I'm definitely taking a picture of this oh, class. Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> and then next scene is at the Independence Inn. Honestly, this is one of my Did favorite intentionally, scenes from the whole thing. Do you intentionally <laughs> just skip over Tristan scenes? Please yep. <laughs> I do not like him. He doesn't deserve to be talked about. <laughs> there wasn't much of a scene there. No. It was just him calling her Mary again. For the last time, the name is Rory. That's later, please. I know. <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny. I watched, because I'm a Marvel nerd, so I watched uh, Agent Carter back when that was on, and Chad Michael Murray is actually in that. Oh. And it's funny because he plays um, Detective Jack Thompson, and he is kind of not as much as Tristan, but he is kind of a jerk, especially to Peggy Carter, and so I just always, like, look at that. And clearly he's older and everything, and I'm like, oh, you didn't grow very much as a person. <laughs> <laughs> You're one of those people that got stuck in high school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, so, so yeah, we're at an infant. And of course the first Shaw is Michelle and Drella fighting. <laughs> My favorite. There are a couple of quotes from this scene that I absolutely love. Obviously, number one is the reference to Maurice Chevalier. That's the best. But my next favorite thing is the little back and forth from Lorelai and Michelle. When Michelle says, can I kill her? And Lorelai says, mm, not before, before high tea. tea. <laughs> I love that because it told us that the Independence Inn has high tea. Definitely. If only... I would love that. Wouldn't that be awesome to go back to the place where it was shot and have high tea? Yeah, I wish... That would be fun. I wonder what the new owners are doing with that place. I know. (laughs) Would they be ready for an impromptu high tea? Hmm. (laughs) Then you see um, Lorelai go back to the desk and get the magazine and goes into the kitchen and reads the critics review over Suki's food. Yes! Lucian Mills, food critic. As she's getting ready to read it, that's when Rory walks in with all of her bags. Behold, the the thing that reads. (laughs) The thing that reads a lot. That's one of my favorite quotes. Actually, I've seen that. I can't remember which store has it on a shirt. And they have it in the style of, like, the old-fashioned circus mm-hmm. where they would have the attractions. And so it's like that. And it's, behold, the thing that reads a lot. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I love, what I love about this scene is that Rory comes in and she asks about the chocolate. And Suki doesn't even question why she needs it. She just tells her, it's in the measuring cup over there. I love that. And I think Suki is such a good friend for... Not even questioning her need for chocolate. <laughs> Actually, I feel like today my need for chocolate matches Marie's. <laughs> I agree. Even <laughs> <Do you> now, <have> chocolate. <laughs> I have a Reese's peanut butter cups. Oh, I think. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about that. We'll have to get some afterwards. And then when they are discussing the food critics review. We hear some of the dishes Suki serves. Yeah. And so I actually wrote all of them down so we can discuss which ones we need to make in the future, guys. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so, I think at some point we need to make all of them. Well, but. yeah. <laughs> but not all of them are in cookbooks, so some of them we That's might have okay. to invent our own recipes. Yes, very true. So I wrote them down. A salad of hothouse tomatoes and assorted fresh herbs. 
That sounds right that up my alley. That sounds amazing to me, honestly. <laughs> I saw some good-looking hothouse tomatoes at Trader Joe's this week. Oh, Trader Joe's, they have everything. <laughs> Lobster bisque. My favorite. Which, I've only had it at one place, but it was delicious. Have you had it at Novo? No, I have not. I hear it's amazing. We will have <laughs> to try that at some point. <gasps> we should go there for dinner soon. We should. That'd be hmm. cool. What are you guys doing later? <laughs> <laughs> we should discuss dinner. <laughs> we should. <laughs> the risotto. Of course. I've made oh, the risotto. Yes. It's from... Um, from Christie's like book? A, yeah, from Christie's book, Eat Like a Gilmore. It was really good. Yeah, and we made that one twice, didn't we? No. No? Okay. And that's the one in the first book, right? The original yes. Eat Like a Gilmore mm-hmm. Yes, cookbook? the magic okay. risotto. <laughs> and it was delicious. <laughs> and then the handkerchief pasta with brown sage in a butter sauce. That sounds, that sounds heavenly. Any <laughs> type of recipe that has butter in the title is yeah. bound to be delicious. Butter sauce. You can't go wrong with a butter <laughs> sauce. So then after that scene, we go to Lorelai's house. house. And (laughs) I love how she is bugging Rory to go out and get ice cream. I feel like that's me, honestly. (laughs) It's funny because when I watched the scene, I was like, I feel like that would be Paisley. Yes, like I feel like (laughs) you would be doing something important. I would say, let's go get ice cream. (laughs) Even when we're prepping sometimes for the podcast and I'm sitting here furiously typing or writing something, (laughs) Paisley's going... Oh, do you think this? Oh, do you think that? (laughs) Okay, I get the connection now. (laughs) (laughs) One thing I noticed about this scene is when Lorelai comes in, and I think this is the point where she's wearing um, her leopard print top. Yes. And I've noticed right before that she had on on a zebra print top, Mm -hmm. and then she went to the leopard, and then right after that she was wearing a snakeskin top. And I just remember thinking, wow, Lorelai was in a very animal prince mood i remember (laughs) that time period because i'm the old lady here guys um so i was in high school with rory at the time animal print was huge then was it everyone young people old people like teachers students everyone would have some type of animal print purse or sweater or jacket or something it was very popular at the time i personally don't like animal print stuff that's not my style yeah i agree it's not my style either yeah and even if it was my style, I can't pull it off. So, but but one thing that is my style is that green sweater that Rory is wearing. Yes, I actually had one similar, but mine was powder blue. Oh, really? And I love that style. I keep seeing it. Yes, that's yeah, the one. She has the picture. I want that sweater again. <laughs> but I feel like now I'd wear it in the green. Yeah, I liked that sweater. So that's my next quest for Gilmore clothing is to find that sweater. What do you think about a break? Uh, yeah, I could do a break. I could use a little more of this hot coffee. And Pop-Tarts. <laughs> They're Pop-Tarts. Okay, yeah. We'll All right. be back in a few. Okay, guys, we're back. Hi. That was a nice little break. Yes, it was. <laughs> yes. Had some coffee and Pop-Tarts. And some adorable little baby mini conchas that we found today. The cutest ever. Delicious. They're little babies. They were so cute. So we left off finishing talking about the scene at Lorelai's house. So now we're at Lane's house. Yes, we're at Kim's Antiques. 
actually one of my favorite quotes coming up. <laughs> I just want to say that I love um, when Rory walks in and she starts and she can't find Lane and so she starts playing Marco Polo. Yes. You know how often I do that in a store with really anybody, but mostly you three. <laughs> yeah, actually, I remember doing that with you and Paisley before we went on our Gilmore Girls theme trip when we went to Warner Brothers and Greystone <laughs> mm-hmm. the first time. Yeah. And we were running around through Vaughn's mm-hmm. at 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was doing Torsha Tays down the aisles. You were. <laughs> <laughs> but it made me very happy that the cashier that night, she got the reference. Or Luke shirts. And, and we, she knew what it was from. Yeah. And she had a conversation with us about Gilmore Girls. Really, yeah, that is awesome. I love Did she, she took a picture of us. She Because did. she said her daughter was a huge fan and she yeah. lived somewhere else. And she's like, can I take a picture of you guys in your matching Luke shirts so oh, I can yeah. send to my daughter? Well, we had our Luke shirts and we also had our Martha's Vineyard pajama Sweat pants. pants. Yeah, sweatpants. Yeah. yeah. Okay, when we get to Kim's Antiques, the thing I noticed was, did you see as she's walking in, the lawn jockey yes. that we see later yes. in the series. I saw that. Yep. Yes. And I know that those things are at a lot of antique stores, but I love seeing it there since it comes into view again later. Also, I noticed when she gets into the kitchen with Lane, on the background hanging on the door is the quilt that's hanging up above the stairs in Lorelei's house. Yeah. I did not notice that. So that notice was that a either. fun background detail. Oh, wow. Good catch, Hayes. <laughs> I noticed that. I'm like, why does that look so familiar? And then I see it again later um, when they're studying in the house. It's hanging up on the wall. I'm like, oh! That is a good catch. I did not notice that one. Look at Paisley with a background <laughs> detail. <laughs> one of my other favorite parts, and I quote this all the time now, is when Rory gives Lane the Snickers and Mrs. Kim sees her with it later and mm-hmm. she says, that, that is, is chocolate-covered death. With a creamy caramel surprise. <laughs> so <laughs> that's my favorite. every time I've hosted a Gilmore Girls party, which I started doing, I don't know, 2007, 2008, I don't remember. Wait, 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 what? This is yes. the first I am hearing of this. <laughs> I've sadly not hosted one since the I've really known you well. to know you, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the revival is actually the last one I've thrown. But I still have all of my stuff. It will happen again. <laughs> but I always label the Snickers as chocolate covered death. Actually, you planned my graduation party. That was Gilmore Girls themed. Yes, it was. It and did. I still have a lot of the props from that party. We still have a lot of stuff from it the too. Luke's window that I made for it. We'll have to post some pictures. Yeah, we will post some pictures from the party. And we will definitely be hosting a party soon. Actually, something else I found recently, guys. I'm setting up a new office at my house for recording the podcast, yep. but also for my Stars Hollow Clothier. It's where I keep like all my inventory for that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm going through all my stuff because this has basically been a storage room since I moved into the house. I found <clears throat> my games that I created for my Gilmore Girls parties, ones that you have not played. Yeah, we didn't play many. You only played, you only did the trivia the one. Trivia, mm-hmm. yeah. But I have two other games, one, I have, I think it's about 200 quotes, and they're separated out into individual pieces, and then you divide into three teams, and you each have a wall of characters' faces, and you get four minutes to stick all the quotes to who said it, and whoever gets the most wins. That sounds like so much fun. And then the other one involves music. Yes! (laughs) So now we're back at the inn, and 
we go in, Lorelai goes into the kitchen and Suki is sitting there really bummed out because he said the risotto was fine. Which I might say, <clears throat> it looks like she had early onset ennui. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> What's the opposite of ennui? Ennui. <laughs> yes, it's funny you mentioned ennui because I wrote it says Suki melancholy. <laughs> I do have to say I love that quote that Suki kind of rants on about um, the word fine and how fine is something you say when you stop someone on the street and you barely know them and you don't really want to talk to them. Yeah. Yes. I, that's so accurate. It like, is. That is yeah. kind of when you use it. <laughs> so now the next scene is Chilton, Lorelai, Chilton, and the parent-teacher meeting. Yes. Thing. So um. first, she hasn't walked in yet. We're seeing the meeting. Like Max is hosting the meeting first before yeah. she walks in late. And he discusses the authors they're going to be learning about yes. this mm-hmm. year. And he says they're focusing on the Elizabethan literature. And the ones he mentions are, of course, Shakespeare, which is what the test is on <laughs> that's coming up. And then as well, Marlowe, Bacon, Ben Johnson, and John Webster. Mm-hmm. So on this episode, we didn't have a lot of specific books mentioned, but we have a lot of authors mm-hmm. mentioned. Yeah. So one of my favorite lines, is, uh, favorite quotes is coming up <gasps> when Lorelai walks in and... She backs up into the globe and says, what in the world? <laughs> I definitely appreciate that yes. joke. <laughs> Anyone who knows me knows that I live for puns. And so, yeah, that's definitely one of my many favorite quotes. Yeah, I I also have an affinity for, pun, for puns, guys. Yep. As <laughs> we learned referenced that in, in last week's last, last episode. episode. <laughs> <laughs> Still my favorite. So a little bit later, when he's asking any more questions, and she goes on with her questions, and she's all, um, "Can parents come to the to the test?" And <laughs> the other parents are like horrified. She asked that question. <laughs> Why would you want to come to a test? Mm-hmm. I feel like those are the faces I get anytime I ask a question. <laughs> I loved the comparison she gave to the man. Do you play golf? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I play yours, Alex Langley. <laughs> and I'm with her on that. I find yes. a test more exciting than golf. <laughs> One of my favorite quotes from this episode comes up. It's actually an interaction between Max and Lorelai. Do tell. So it's when he says... It's a tense time for some people. She says, the SAT season? And he says, the waking hours. Yeah, that's a good one. I also love when she's we she's already established that the coffee that he makes is not good at all. Though she keeps <laughs> drinking it. And Max makes a comment, like, you could always not drink it. And she not replies, not an option. Not? Yeah, not, not in my world. And I understand that very much because I've had some terrible coffee, but sometimes... It's the only coffee you can get, and you just have to, like, bear through it for the caffeine. So I completely, 100% get that. Just get through it, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Another piece of little fashion from Gilmore Girls. So he asks, are you a B-52s girl? Uh Uh-huh. And she says, no, I'm a klutz girl who shouldn't (laughs) drink coffee in the car. Mm -hmm. So she's wearing this lime green B-52s shirt. Mm -hmm. It has an astronaut on it. Yeah. So it was from a specific tour that they did. And I've tried to find this shirt, and I cannot find it anywhere. Oh, really? I don't remember what year the tour was. But if anyone out there knows where we can find this shirt or a replica, (laughs) I would love to wear that to Chilton. Yes. (laughs) 
So now we go to the next scene at Luke's, and I love how she throws the pencil and he brings her a piece of pie. What if I had thrown a pen? I'd bring you a trout. Did you say that? Yeah, a yeah. trout. A trout. <laughs> and she's all, what? He's all, I don't, I don't make, make the, the rules. rules. I just serve. <laughs> uh, my favorite quote is coming up as well, like right exactly after when Lorelai walks in and worries, like, well, where were you? Oh. Oh, and then Rory figures it out. She was at the parent-teacher conference, and she said, Why did you let me whine about ice cream and shoe sales when you had something major going on? I hate when I'm an idiot and don't know it. I like to be aware of my idiocy, to revel in it, take pictures. I feel we've missed a prime, prime Christmas, Christmas card opportunity. opportunity. I love that quote. That's yeah, a great that one. one. I can very much relate to that. <laughs> Backing up just a little bit, I also love when Lorelai questions the pie, and she says she had pie before dinner, and Luke goes, she's your daughter. Oh, right. <laughs> like she wouldn't do that too. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I have a note here about feeling personally attacked by something Lorelai says. <laughs> Do share. So she tells Rory, you once told me that you love Say by the Bell. What could be more humiliating than that? I loved Say by the Bell. I did like it too. <laughs> but right before that, when she mentions, or is it right after that, when she mentions it took Rory four months to learn to ride a bike? No, it's after that. It's yeah. after. Yeah. Okay. But same scene. Yeah. Well, I... It probably took me about that long, too. So, you know, I can definitely relate with Rory there. And it is not that humiliating, okay? I just want to put that out there. I don't know. For me, riding a bike is only <laughs> humiliating because I only learned to ride a bike at the age of 19. Mm. Which is when I got my first bike. So, I mean, it's understandable. But at the same time, you know, any time before that, growing up, you hear, oh, it's like riding a bike. I'm like, I don't know what that's yeah. like. I had a tree <laughs> when I was learning to ride a bike. So, <laughs> it didn't take me very long to ride a bike. So, the next scene is at Chilton. Rory is sitting on the bench. Mm-hmm. And Paris comes up to confront her by quoting sonnet number 116 by Shakespeare. Uh-huh. Like, proving that she knows more than her because she knows what a bad grade Rory just got. Yeah. And then she tells her she's going down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you see the rivalry that continues on for seasons and seasons. (laughs) Yes. And then we go to the Independence Inn where Suki continues trying to make her risotto better. And she says she's tried 40 recipes. I want to point out something I noticed there. Suki stuck the spoon in Lorelai's mouth to have her try the risotto yes. and then stuck it back in the pot several times and that grossed me out a little bit honestly this happens a lot it happened with the peach sauce in the pilot yeah. episode too yeah and i'm like this cannot happen in a real working kitchen nope nope not health code <laughs> violation this does not happen in a household usually not yes. in a professional <laughs> kitchen no <laughs> I noticed that too. I'm like, hopefully she's not serving those risottos. And then she said, well, then at the end, after she's made Lorelai try three different ones, she stuck the spoon back in the pot and just left it there. That grosses me out too. (laughs) Okay, so when we get to the scene at Lorelai's house, she's helping Rory with the quiz, quizzing her on the quiz. (laughs) Is this where one of your things tied in, Paisley? Yeah, the quilt that I saw at Lane's. And eating the fries and the horseradish sauce. 
That honestly sounds disgusting to me. I mean, I don't like anything with horseradish, so yeah, I don't. That did not sound very appetizing. I don't think it me. sounds very appetizing. I mean, I personally feel like I get it. Really? Because I like a little bit of kick in my food. I do like a kick. I feel like if you used it in moderation, like, because, I don't know, when people think horseradish, they think about slathering it on, but there's the option of just putting a little dab on it. I don't know. I feel like it would taste fine. When I think about horseradish, I just think about, no. (laughs) (laughs) No. In their study session, every time I listen to Rory reciting the different things, it gives me flashbacks. You know, one thing I noticed in this scene was right behind where Lorelai's sitting in the corner, there's like a dress on a dress form. I didn't remember seeing that again. It could have been there and I just didn't remember it, but I just thought it was interesting. And then I wondered, was it just something she used for decoration or was it something she was sewing? Because we know she sews. Yeah, I feel like we do see different pieces of clothing, like unfinished pieces on it throughout the series. So I feel like maybe it's usually something she's working on. Yeah. Like Kirk's dress. (laughs) (laughs) much later so then after studying all night Lorelai falls asleep on the couch and then she goes over to the table and sleeps on the table with Rory which is a bad idea terrible idea which I get now (laughs) Mm -hmm. so about that scene real quick I wanted to the scene where Lorelai falls asleep on the couch and when Rory goes to cover her with the blanket there's a book right by her hand like on the sofa and then you see Rory go back to the table and then it changes to the scene where Lorelai wakes up and the book is now on the back of the sofa. Because she obviously put it, like, woke up at some point during the night, put it there, and then went back to sleep. Maybe. I wasn't sure if it was something like that or if it was just something missed or, I don't know. Like, not replacing it. Yeah. By props. Yeah. Yeah. When they wake up and Rory's, like, in a rush and she's like, come on, let's go, I'm late, I'm late. And Lorelai says, I've been sleeping at a right angle all night. I'm now at that age when I when I used to watch the scene I was like so you slept at the table big deal but now I'm at the age where I get that I cannot sleep at a right angle anymore yeah I will be out for two weeks if I do (laughs) yeah so then they wake Lori wakes up and is freaking out because she woke up late and is about to miss her test so she has to drive herself to the school so yes Oh, one of the best scenes because we all know it's about to happen. And actually, I have a mailbox thing, guys. Ooh. Coming up. What's in the mailbox? Okay, so it's my dazzling detail for this episode. And it actually was a little hint given to me by Kaylee on Facebook. So at 2834, when Rory's driving, it's before she hits before she gets hit by the deer. As we know, this was filmed at Warner Brothers, which Mm -hmm. is in Burbank. And the particular part that this was filmed in is the jungle, which Mm -hmm. we've been through. And if you remember, it has bamboo growing in that area. Uh But this is supposed to be taking place in Connecticut. So they tried to film it so that you don't see it. But there's a section that they weren't able to really hide. So as she's driving forward, you see bamboo growing right there at that moment at 2834. So, yes, you should look and look for the bamboo. I saw it. I watched it last night. I took a picture of it, but my phone is, like, way over there. (laughs) (laughs) There was actually another thing that I noticed in this scene that I feel like was a goof or something forgotten. But when she stops, the stop sign 
is facing the same way as the Jeep, which would mean that the wrong side of it is facing the driver. And so I thought that was funny. I wrote that down too. Yeah, I noticed okay. that. And then each camera angle, it shows it on that. Uh-huh. So I was like, is it just like the stop is on both sides? Both sides I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, that was interesting. She calls Lane and as she's on the phone with Lane, she gets hit by a deer. I just got hit, hit by, by a deer. deer. You hit a deer? No, no I, I got, got hit by a deer. <laughs> I love this quote. This is also one of my favorites from this episode. And I've never understood it more than a couple months ago when Paisley and I were driving. And there was a hawk that hit me. Oh, I yes, was I driving that. <laughs> yeah, he was on, like, getting some some piece of roadkill off the ground um, by the on-ramp. And somebody was coming up the on-ramp, so he jumped up and started flying, and he looked like he was going to fly past my car, but then he turned and flew directly into my car, and I felt so bad. I did see him, he fell on the side of the road, but I did see him in my mirror fly up into the tree, so I think, I hope he was okay, but I wanted to cry. I felt so bad, and I, I did. I called my parents, and I was like, Mom, I hit a hawk, or I got hit by a hawk, and she was like, you hit a bird? And I said, no, I got hit by a hawk. I remember <laughs> referencing this scene lot the day that happened yes oh, i felt so salt bad. to attract a deer what do you put down to attract a hawk? i don't know that's a good question <laughs> i probably would have stopped like rory did if i could have but i was on the freeway <laughs> and paisley i think you wrote this same thing down as me the street name when rory is over there after she got hit by the deer no oh i think I'm... so it said maple tree lane so that's the street she was on when she was hit by the deer I noticed, too, when um, Rory called Lane, and I think Paisley and I both made a comment on this because we rewatched the episode together, how big Lane's closet is. Yes. I love that. I wrote that. Lane's closet. Lava lamps. Yes. <laughs> Taylor would not like that. Where did she get those lava lamps? <laughs> but, yeah. I wish I had a closet that size, honestly. I mean, it's big enough for her not only to hang out in, but, like, there's a lot of room in there. Because for a short time in one of the houses I lived in, I had enough room in there to put a little beanbag, and I made that my reading nook for a couple months. Mm-hmm. And that was cool, but it was nowhere near the size of Lane's closet. Yeah, especially as a teenager, I would have loved to have a closet that big. Yeah. So then she finally gets to Chilton and goes into the classroom, and Mr. Medina says to go outside because she wasn't there on time. Yes. And that's when she starts to flip out. She throws her major fit. (laughs) Not quite as manic as the one to come. (laughs) No. (laughs) And I love that's when she finally yells at Tristan. (laughs) She put herself together so quickly, though. If you look at the time between when she's in the hallway and with her shirt untucked and her hair tied up and her socks uneven, and then by the time she gets to the classroom, she looks so put together. (laughs) Yeah. Then we go to the Independence Inn for the next scene, where Suki finally found the order for (laughs) the food critic when he came in to find out what happened. Mm -hmm. And she's so happy because she found out it's because he ordered the wrong wine. That's why it ruined the taste of the risotto. Why not just drink battery acid? (laughs) (laughs) Then Michelle comes in after and tells Lorelai she there's a man with a funny accent waiting on the <laughs> phone for her. And then she says, oh, really, did you exchange secret handshakes? And both her and Jackson 
laugh at the joke. <laughs> I love how proud Lorelai gets of her own jokes, too. Yes. That also reminds me of me. <laughs> okay, then we go back to Chilton. I actually have a fun fact on this part. Ooh, share your fun fact, share your fun fact. 33 minutes and 14 seconds behind Rory on the bench she's sitting in. There's this poster that says, Stars Hollow Hayride Underneath the Stars. Those, those hay rides are quite popular in Stars Hollow, it yeah. seems. Yeah. The question is, where's all the hay? <laughs> I'm like, I, I think about that, and like I know it's out in like a rural kind of place, but they never show any areas with hay except for, obviously, the giant hay maze. Hay mill maze. <laughs> How much do you want to bet that Taylor keeps those in his backyard somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> Although, his allergies would have flared up much That's sooner. That's very true. <laughs> So then she goes into the headmaster's office and starts to have words with El Duce. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and he points out how they like throwing fits in their family. <laughs> and she's surprised. So then after their argument, they go outside and you actually get to see the deer antler prints in yes. the jeep, on the jeep. You see the damage on it. I want to look on the next episode. Is it already gone at this point? Do they already have it fixed by now? Did Gypsy take care of it? <laughs> <laughs> Then we go to the townhouse that the food critic lives at. Oh, Because yes. Suki is coming. She has hunted him down and is there to redeem herself. Uh-huh. But she doesn't care about their view. He, she just wants to show him that the risotto is good. Yeah, that's yep. what I love about Suki. Um, she cares more about what people actually think of her. Then we have Rory and Lorelai driving back home. And Rory wants to stop to look for the deer to make sure it's okay. So yeah. then they have the moment where they're walking around looking for the deer. But they're actually just walking in a big giant circle. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. In the at Warner Brothers, it's just like a circle that they continue walking around. It's, it's a, a tiny it's little section. It's a very section. small area, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the jungle, it's like this really small section. It's also right next to the pond that Jess is pushed into. <laughs> Normally the water's not there. Yeah. It's empty. Yeah, when we went there, it was drained. And also, what else is there? Oh, the potting shed that mm -hmm. Lorelai and Rory first lived in uh -huh. at the inn is actually over there, too. But it looks much more cabin-like and rustic mm -hmm. than mm -hmm. it did on Gilmore Girls. Something that kind of looks like a hobo would live in it. Exactly! <laughs> <laughs> so then, after they walk around the circle, um, don't find the deer, so then they head home. And I do want to point out that I did notice, so when they walk into the house, if you look to the right, by there's like a fake tree. I'm assuming it's fake because I doubt Lorelai is good at keeping plants alive. But <laughs> there's like the a... Bulbs. <laughs> there's a... Yes. There is a tree on the right side of the screen. And as they're walking away from it, you can see someone, like a camera, a camera operator or maybe... Somebody from the crew moved behind the tree. And so, okay. yeah, that you happen to catch just for a second right before they switch camera angles. Fun. Yeah. And actually, right before that, when they were walking in their circle, they're kind of discussing, like, do you really want to do this? Is Harvard still your goal? Do you feel like you have to do this? Rory is feeling like, oh, no, they're kicking me out and all of this stuff. And she's like, no, no, no. I love that. So Lorelai's goal, she said, I just want you to be happy. 
dancing through the woods crazy happy. So she didn't want her to do the whole Chilton Harvard thing just for her because she's wanted her to go since she was a baby. She really wants what is best for Rory. Yeah. So I was I like, that was such a profound scene. Yeah. <laughs> Something else in that scene, um, I think my number one favorite quote from this episode is when Lorelai says, I'll still love you, even if you can't support me in my old age in the fabulous manner to which I plan on growing accustomed to. And honestly, I think I plan on using that in my wedding vows one day because I just <laughs> love that quote. I could definitely see you using that in your wedding vows. <laughs> so then after that, they go into the house and Lorelai goes in the living room and that's when we hear the message from Max Medina. Yes. And so when Max leaves the message, I just noticed, obviously, he is a literature buff and he's an English teacher. He has a way with words. But the way he talks to Lorelai when he says, it was a pleasure encountering you. Proper. So what is charming? <laughs> charming is a good way to say it. He, yeah, he definitely has a way with words. And you can tell it's working on Lorelai oh, by yes. her expression. Uh-huh. <laughs> So that's the end of this episode, guys. That's the episode. Thanks for joining us, yeah, Amber and Winter. Thank you so much for having us. It was a blast and a half. Not just a blast. A blast <laughs> and a half. I like that half. That extra half is needed. Oh, yeah. We definitely have to have you guys on again. I would definitely enjoy that. And I think we're going to have to have you guys on again for a team versus team episode (laughs) so we haven't really gone into what teams everyone is and i i hope no one stops listening for this reason but (laughs) paisley and i are both team logan and while i love logan i am definitely team jess (laughs) jess was the one that took my heart first what can Mm -hmm. i say We will definitely come with like debates and Mm -hmm. discussions and everything in the future. So that will be fun to tune into, I think. And our lovely team pins, which were a gift from Laura, which I still love. Those are friend anniversary presents. I was so sad I left mine at home today. I did not wear my pin either today. We look forward to discussing season one, episode five next time. Cinnamon's Wake. Cinnamon's Wake. Cinnamon. Which cinnamon? (laughs) The cat that becomes a girl in the next episode. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So thank you for tuning in. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Until next time, we'll just be sipping on coffee bowls at the Mud House. Mm